It's the Lost Years Pod. Lost Years Pod. Running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing. Sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you. It's the Lost Years Pod. Hello and welcome to the Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast. I'm Tay. I'm Sid. I'll tell you why there was a big pause there at the beginning. And it's because I forgot how to do the podcast. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, so I stopped typing out the intro because, because we do this every week ish. And so it was, I just put hello and welcome to the last year's retrospective fan cast dot, dot, dot. And then I forgot, my brain just stopped working. (laughs) I read that and I was like, and that's the end of the sentence. Wait. No, it's not. What do I say after I say that? My name. I say my name. And all of that happened in that pause. And here we are. The best part for me visually, uh, Tay was about to start with the hello, but lifted her head up and then just held it for a moment and then dipped it back into it. It's because I made a sound and I wanted to have a full silence before we started. Oh, I couldn't hear the sound. Yeah, I I heard it. And I was like, hmm, well, I got to add more silence to that before so that there's clean start this is episode 515 happy new year (laughs) (laughs) it's starting off so well (laughs) really strong really strong start really strong start Um, would you think uh would you you think (laughs) at the beginning of this that this is gonna be our third year doing this podcast you know, and that's crazy because this is <laughs> maybe two weeks from now is when we first originally started recording. Yeah. I. <laughs> Who can say? Have we changed? <laughs> Are we better? I don't know. I'm doing my best. Listen, I slept so poorly last night. We're lucky to be even getting through this one episode. <laughs> we were supposed to do two today and I messed up. So we're only doing one. <laughs> Everything's going so well. It's going so well. What are you nostalgic for this week? I am nostalgic for the video game SSX Tricky. I got nothing. Yeah, this is a, a this game came out in 2001. It is a snowboarding game. The theme song for it is It's Tricky by Run DMC. Mm. Uh, it was just it it was a heck of a game. I miss it. It was a like roughly Christmas time in 2001 when it came out, so mm. I was reminded of this from an account that I follow, but you basically, it's like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, but if it was snowboarding, because it's just tricks and you have to go down courses and there's a whole bunch of other players that, I mean, it's all computers, but Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's a, it's a wonderful game. Today I found out for people that watch movies and know actors, uh, well, I guess you also know this one, Lucy Liu. Uh, (laughs) David Arquette, Billy Zane. I found out that all of them were in this game as voice actors. Oh, wow. Which is funny because they don't seem like big actors (laughs) for these parts. Sure. Um, But it was it's very funny. I love that they got them for it. And yeah, I don't know. I I found this account. I started following this account on Twitter recently ish. That's just nostalgia folder. So (laughs) it's just a bunch of nostalgia from your childhood is what it's called. Oh, no. And they were talking about cheating. So (laughs) no, because it makes me think about them. And if I actually have a connection to it. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. (laughs) Um, 
but Me that goes came and up. Follows the account really quickly. <laughs> well, see, here's what I also think is really funny is that this person pays money to Twitter to get a blue check mark, right? Oh, geez. Um, but <laughs> the even better thing is that people can subscribe to this. And I think it's very funny that you can pay $2 a month to just get screenshots of the Windows XP backgrounds or right. clippy art. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <gasps> people do that. People pay. Flome. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I get reminded of these things. I that's just so forget exciting. about it. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I I typically don't like to judge what people spend their money on. But right. why are you spending two dollars a month on this, everybody? It's pretty. That's pretty crazy. And also, why didn't we capitalize on that? <laughs> because listen, they joined March twenty twenty two. We've been doing it longer. We have been doing it longer. Um, you know. <laughs> anyway, fine. SSX Tricky is a great video game. Love that. And they they remastered it, made a newer game like 12 years ago, which is insane. And it was still great. But I love the shitty like PS2, Xbox, the first <laughs> gen of Xbox graphics for that mm. game. It's a classic. I loved playing that with my friends. It's a very fun game. Slay. Mm-hmm. I have no connection yeah. <laughs> to this game. But I love you and I support you. Big sports gamer. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Yeah, what are you nostalgic for? Jigsaw puzzles. Yes. Yeah. I um, didn't love puzzles when I was younger. And it was because it was one of those things that I got uh, weirdly competitive about where I was like, Mm -hmm. if other people were getting pieces and I wasn't getting pieces, I couldn't do the puzzle. Um, (laughs) But my my dad, when we would go down there for Christmas every year um, when I was younger, uh, we would always leave a puzzle up like either Christmas Day or the day after Christmas, we would start doing a jigsaw puzzle. And mm-hmm. um, so everybody would be working on the puzzle and I wouldn't work on the puzzle. And then when everybody went to sleep, it was the middle of the night, I would work on the puzzle. And that felt fun for me. Nice. Because <laughs> um, I could just be like, okay, yes. And now I'm doing it. Um, yes. And then during the pandemic, I started doing jigsaw puzzles a little bit more. My aunt sent me one and I spent a lot of time doing that. And that was delightful for me. Um, and it was just like a nice, like, mindless thing to sort of not mindless but like a thing to do with your hands while you were like listening to something so I was listening to a lot of podcasts like um like binging podcasts a lot during the pandemic and and so that was like really I was gonna say audiobooks and that's not true I started listening to audiobooks this year um (laughs) so when I was listening to stuff I would uh like do a jigsaw puzzle and it was really nice to just like have that little thing to do and the feeling of accomplishment when you finish a puzzle is so good it's Mm -hmm. so good um and when I was visiting family for uh, like Thanksgiving break, we, my aunt broke out this puzzle that they've apparently been working on for a really long time. And like seven of us just did it at once and we finished it. And it was really fun. It was probably hmm. my favorite part of the weekend. Um, and uh, the puzzle was like really cool. And it was really fun to just like collectively like all take a section and a section of colors. And then every so often we would rotate and we all picked songs. And it was like really fun. Um, so yeah, puzzles. I love that. Yeah, I I know the competitive <laughs> part of jigsaw puzzles where yeah. you don't want other people touching it or like you just want to <laughs> do yeah, it by I just yourself. Wanna, yeah, just do like my part of it. I loved my roommate in Nashville, my last roommate, and I I took over the whole dining room table at one point. I asked her if I could do it. I had this big puzzle, and it made sense that she would come and help me. 
because it was in our public space. Mm-hmm. However, every time that she did, I got a little upset. <laughs> please, please. Hey, stop doing my puzzle. <laughs> because the best part was that she started getting, well, the worst part for me is she started getting the pieces that I was also wanting to find. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she found them, I was like, God. God yeah, it's no. very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I love puzzles. I think the thing that I liked about it when we were all doing it is that we weren't all doing one part of the puzzle together. Like we were all doing separate sections. And so yeah. it was like, oh, can I have that red piece that you you have in your pile? And then I would be like putting my little red section together and somebody would doing their little flower section and then somebody's doing this like person, you know? And so that was nice because then it was like, okay, this section's big enough. Can we slot it into the main puzzle? And then that's really like satisfying. So there was enough like separation that I didn't have to feel competitive about the puzzle itself. And then once we started... Like once more of it started coming together, it became a speed thing where we were all working together to do it as fast as possible. And so that felt like we weren't we weren't puzzling against each other. We were puzzling together to do it really quickly. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those, those, yeah, puzzles, puzzles are fun. I tried to do a thousand piece puzzle during the pandemic and my table wasn't big enough. <laughs> I didn't have enough <laughs> space on my table for both the puzzle and the pieces so I was like well I guess I can only do 500 piece puzzles and I got one more 500 piece puzzle and he did that and then I was done doing puzzles <laughs> puzzle fever was over see that's the puzzle that I had down in Nashville is a 1500 piece puzzle Oof, and so uh, I was so committed to doing it and I was wow. doing really well and so that was every single time that she would pop up I'd be like oh my god like, <laughs> leave my puzzle alone let me do my 1500 it's my puzzle <laughs> uh yeah oh. Well, love that. Uh, Do you want to get into it? I would love to. This is a good episode. Oh, yeah? It's an interesting episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is is one of my favorite little... I mean, I've talked about this. It's one of my favorite little arcs of the podcast. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So, season five, episode 15 is titled First Girlfriends Club. The episode aired on February 13th, 1998. It was directed by Alan Meyerson and was written by Mark Blutman and Howard Buskang. Uh, February 13th, right before. Right before Valentine's Day. It's very fun. Yeah. The timing. The, t- the timing. They were like, well, I guess we got to do a Valentine's Day episode. It's right there. We got to. Uh, the synopsis is Corey's dishonesty angers Topanga on Valentine's Day, and while well, three of Sean's former girlfriends decide to protect Angela. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. The first part's a little, that's like a weird way to phrase Agreed. what's going on with that. <laughs> but there's you know, more to it. <laughs> right. There's, yeah, it's fine. Um, okay, so. First scene, we are in the hallway. Topanga and Angela walk out of class and she asks Topanga what's up with her. Feeney asks 20 questions and you only answered 12. Topanga sighs, this fell out of Corey's bag at the ski lodge. I think it's from Lauren. Angela goes, talk all night, Lauren? That girl should have a radio show. What more could she have to say? Topanga replies, I don't know. I haven't read it. Angela takes it from her. Yeah, right. Oh, you did a good job of sealing it back up. Topanga's like, no, really. I didn't read it. It wouldn't be right. Angela's like, hello, and stealing your boyfriend is? Topanga rebuts, all they did is talk. And Angela says, mm, there's a new saint in town, Saint Topanga of the Deep. Deep denial. Topanga <laughs> says, you say denial, I say trust. Angela puts her book down, glances at Topanga and says, whoops, rips the letter open. Look at that. It opened and starts reading. Topanga rep- protests, no, I don't want anything to change my relationship with Corey. I don't want to read that letter. I want to burn it. And turns away from her. Angela says, Ooh, actually, you don't have to burn it. This thing's already smoking, which is a horrible thing to say to your friend. 
Yep. You should say nothing. <laughs> you should say nothing, Angela. Topeka glances back and says, give me that. But Angela tries to keep it from her. I don't think you should see this. And she basically starts playing keep away with a letter. And Angela is like, I'm trying to protect you, you short little white girl. And Topeka seemingly relents. You're right. I don't want to read that letter. And then when Angela sort of relaxes, snatches it from her and sits down to read it, Angela sits down next to her as she reads it. And Topeka says, Oh, no. And we cut over to Corey and Sean, who are talking about Valentine's Day. Sean says he's depressed about it. And Corey's like, what's depressing, especially when you have a girlfriend to spend it with? This bit is silly. Sean's mostly talking about how it's hard to remember. And Corey is asking about Angela. And he says it's his first Valentine's Day that ever meant anything to him. And he's afraid he's going to screw it up. Corey says that he's here to help. I am a Valentine's Day veteran, Sean. I march in the parade. Sean asks what he and Topanga have planned. The usual perfect romantic evening, and Corey confirms we have a dinner at Chubby's. Every Valentine's Day, Topanga and I try to recreate our first date so we remember how much we love each other and that nothing can get in the way of that. Sean says sort of like renewing your vows, and Corey replies, which is especially important to do in your teen years. See, Sean, if you want a perfect relationship, just do what Topanga and I do. He is cut off by Topanga pushing him into a bank of lockers and saying, I want to talk to you. Sean sees this and goes, <laughs> all right. And he grabs Angela and throws her into the lockers and goes, I want to talk to you. And then looks back at Corey and Topanga. Topanga says to Corey, when were you planning on telling me about Lauren's letter? Corey looks nervously and says, uh, now I was going to tell you about it now. She says, Corey, I have never once had to wonder if you were telling me the truth. You kissed her and you lied to me about it. I don't know if I trust you now. I don't know how we're going to work that out, Corey. She hands him the letter and leaves. Angela follows as he opens and starts to read the letter with Sean nearby. He also says, oh, no, and that's the end of the scene. As a side note, there was an extra in the back of the scene who is really working those reactions. <laughs> she is like jaw to the floor. Oh, my God. Shocked <laughs> when they're being thrown into lockers. And it's very funny. Oh. Uh. Yeah, what a what a fun start. The restraint, the trust that Topanga had to not open that letter after however long it's been since it's that been trip. minimum two days, probably yeah, a day. We don't know. This girl just talked all night to your boyfriend, and you've already had weird trust issues, and not even like major trust issues, but it's like, hey, he's already being dishonest with me, yeah. and then she writes this letter, and he's just not ever going to mention it. I would have opened it. <laughs> I would have opened it. I won't I won't lie to all of you, dear listeners. <laughs> but then also to to have not opened it and have her best friend be like, dang, this letter is crazy. Like you. <laughs> Angela, this entire scene is very funny to me. Yeah, this is one of my favorite um Angela Topanga <laughs> scenes. It's very cute. And it also shows the like depth of their friendship already, yeah. which I really love. Because yeah. it's only been like half a season at this point that they've sort of been not even really a full half a season. I would say probably like 10 episodes that we've seen them specifically together. Yeah. It makes it feel a little bit more real than just yeah. kind of slapping two characters together and like mm -hmm. hoping it works. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I did think it was funny. I d the fact that she's reading this on Valentine's Day, no less. <laughs> Also a little buck wild to me. Yeah. The <laughs> as soon as he started saying, We're gonna do what we do every year. We're so in love. We do this. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> Honestly, crazy of him to be like, Oh my God, we're the perfect couple. Like, do what we do if you want to have a perfect relationship. I'm like, sir, you literally what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You just had this weird little interaction. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're just going to play it off like, we're so in love. We're the Nothing's been couple. better. <laughs> Literally crazy. It's just like every single year before. Um, Sean, 
slamming Angela into the locker. I was like, no. <laughs> like, it was like a very fun little playful thing. But at the same time, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> she seemed into it. Because <laughs> it wasn't even Corey doing it to Topanga. Yeah, it was, Topanga it was the opposite. It. And yeah. then he said, yep, let me just throw my girlfriend into the locker. But yeah, Corey just, and she was like, do you, like, when were you going to tell me about the letter? And he's like, right now. I'm like, oh, no. You're Truly the worst possible You're answer. screwed. <laughs> he could have. There's so many things he could have said. He could have said, I lost the letter and it didn't matter to me what it said inside it. So I just decided not to tell you. And even that would have been slightly better. He even could have said, I didn't know about the letter. Oh, he could have said, I didn't know about the letter. Because maybe she Lauren's just put it in there. the bag. <laughs> that would be a lie. <laughs> I know. But still. <laughs> but it's, it's better, better than being like, than, oh, right I knew about the letter and now you're going to bring it up to me. So now I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It is another lie about specifically the letter because. But yeah, he could have said it didn't matter. Yeah. And it wouldn't have mattered to him anyway. That would have been great. Corey is dumb. I mean, he is a teenager. A teenage boy. Teenage uh, boy. Yeah. Notoriously stupid. <laughs> I just love at the end, I was thinking, if it isn't the consequences of Corey's own actions, as it always is every time that there's something wrong. And really, it's not even that he, like, had the temptation or, like, attraction to this other girl. It is just the fact that he just keeps lying his way through everything. Exactly. And that's a theme. That's still a theme. (laughs) The theme is lying. (laughs) Okay, so the next scene, we are in the hallway. Again, we get sort of, like, a panning shot of Corey on the ground moping as Sean reads the letter and says... Oh, how could you let Topanga read this? Corey says, well, we hit this boring stretch on the ride home. So I figured, oh, we got some time. Why not destroy the relationship? I thought I lost the letter. Sean's like, hey, don't jump on me, okay? I'm not the one who kissed you. Corey gets up and says, no, but you are the one who told me to lie about the kiss in the first place. Sean says, I'm sorry, Corey. It was the best thing I could think of at the time. And I don't get where lying's the issue. And tell the gym coach I have malaria. He walks away and we fan over to see three familiar girls gossiping about Corey and Topanga. I don't remember... At this point, I don't remember these girls' names except for Dana, um, because she was the only one that was, like, really relevant. Yeah. (laughs) But one of them, the tall one, says... uh, Do you actually not know their names? Because I have their names. I learned... I know them now. Okay. Because we get to it in the episode, but at this point in my notes, I was like, I don't really care to look this up. That's fair. Um, I probably should have, and I just didn't. So I don't call them by... And then I figure out one of the... It's fine. We'll get to it. Okay, (laughs) One says what she heard about their relationship as Corey's walking by and he says, oh yeah, well, I hear you're really a guy. She's taller than him and stands up straighter and goes, so? Which honestly is the best way to handle this (laughs) shitty trans joke. (laughs) Corey just walks away, kind of scared, and the girls continue chatting. The shorter girl, that's not Dana, says, Corey and Topanga are history. I told you that wasn't going to work out. Dana goes, you said that 12 years ago. Angela then walks by and Dana asks her why Corey lied to Topanga. Angela picks up a nearby school paper and asks, how do you possibly know about this? Dana opens the paper and it's literally front page news (laughs) in school paper. (laughs) The tall one just says, face it, all men are dogs. Angela says, not all men, which is wild to say, but it's the 90s. Um... (laughs) Not, uh, my notes say not Dana. I think her name is Libby. <laughs> says, and you're oh, right. I was right, yeah. Oh, come on, you got Cujo. Angela says, Sean is not a dog. He's a great guy. Dana goes, yeah, I thought so too. He made a picnic for me in the snow and told me how special I was and that we were always going to be together. We even made plans for this Valentine's Day. Libby's like, he made plans with me too. And he said I was his girlfriend, which I was for about a week. 
Colin says, oh, I got two weeks, but he gave me a cold. Then to Angela, so he told you we're going to spend Valentine's Day together. Libby adds that he'd take you somewhere nice. Dana finishes that you'd be together forever. Angela says, we're going to dinner in a movie. Nothing fancy, no big deal. Dana says, Sean's incapable of committing to a Valentine's Day date. He knows how important it is to a relationship. Libby agrees. He'll back out. I don't remember her name at all. Tallwood adds, because he doesn't know how to be a boyfriend. He says things he thinks we want to hear, but he doesn't mean them. She looks at Dana. I think he should pay. Cut over to Topanga, who's being followed by a photographer and a random kid who I guess is a reporter going, I said no comment, you little Jimmy Olsen freak. And please, no more pictures. She takes the camera and rips the film out of it, which ruins film. If you didn't know, I don't know how many people we have that are like truly young, but... We don't film cameras anymore. Um, I mean, they exist, but who's using them? Photographers, only them. Uh, the trio of girls sort of pounce on her, trying to be sympathetic, but like obviously crossing lines. And Angela's like, are you vultures finished? Topanga says, look, what's going on between me and Corey is going on between me and Corey, okay? The kid behind her starts writing that down and she rips the page and snaps. That's not a quote, Ira. She leaves and Angela says, look, ladies, thanks for your concern, but I think I know Sean better than all of you. And I trust him. She walks away as Talwin says, she thinks she knows him, huh? We go over to Angela walking up to her walking up to Sean, who greets her and says, I can't believe what's going on between Corey and Topanga. She says, I know, like, whose idea was that to lie to her? And he goes, well, it was the best thing I could think of at the time. She's like, what? And he says, I was trying to protect them. She asks, would you lie to me? And he he immediately goes, no. And she says, you said that a little fast. She goes to sit and he continues, well, I wouldn't. Look, I would never lie to you, okay? I would never disappoint you. She softens. Are we still on for tonight? And he says, yeah. In fact, I'm going to take you someplace nice and I'm going to surprise you with candy and flowers. <laughs> she says, Sean, that's great, but I don't care as much about candy and flowers as us being together. They kiss and we see the trio of exes watching. The tall one goes, she's buying it. And Livia replies, didn't we? Dana says, I wish there was a way to show Angela what Sean's really like before she gets hurt. Tallwin replies, maybe there is. You know what? I think Sean Hunter's finally going to keep a date for Valentine's Day. And that is the end of the scene. <laughs> so I want to know, Dana is obviously a pretty big player, but did you remember these other two girls? I did not until I had to look up who they were. Mm-hmm. Libby is really the wild card because she was only in one episode for like 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and, it and it was, was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like the, f- what, her friend or something was like yes. trying to get with Corey. Yes. And so then it was, oh, they're just the two of them going together while Corey and this other girl were having something. Correct. I don't remember Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer is tall girl. Yes. Jennifer is the tall one. Um, and she was in an episode with Corey and Sean where Corey was like, Sean was like trying, she, she was a really overbearing girlfriend and she dumped him and Corey was like, she sucks. And Sean was like, my friend said you suck. And she was like, Oh, okay. So I'm going to steal you from your friend oh, and like yeah. ruin your friendship. Remember they had that like phone conversation. Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, Dana was the one that I just remember the most. Like, as soon yeah, as it because panned, she was, I was like, oh, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. She had more than one episode. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's funny, though. I it, it took me a moment until all of it. I was like, oh, they've all dated Sean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which does say something about how many people Sean has been with on the show that I Very literally true. can't remember them. Um, except Dana, because I like Dana. Dana. <laughs> Shout out to Dana, because I did like her, and she just stopped being in the show at a certain point. Yeah. R.I.P. We miss you, Dana. We don't. It's uh, fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, right from the top, Corey pinning the blame on Sean for the moment. Also frustrating. Right. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're still the guy. Even though Sean gave you the idea to not say it. You could have not done it. Yeah. Yeah. All of it could have been avoided still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
Anyway, then <laughs> walking right into the, the sick trans joke, <laughs> I was like, that's cool. Go 90s. <laughs> Go 90s. But she did respond to it in a very fun way. Yeah. Uh, which I liked. And also, it's like, he he's so clearly, like, scared of her. That's like, okay, so what's what are you going to do now? Like, <laughs> walk away. Exactly. Um, yeah, I did think it was funny how they already printed out the story of Queen <laughs> It's been seconds. <laughs> Minutes. Which also says something like everyone's making a big deal out of this, but at the same time, they are the ideal yes. couple in the school. Yeah. And so it says a lot, and he wrecked it. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel bad because I, the former girlfriends, whenever you see the person that you've dated, then successfully with someone else it sucks so bad it sucks so <laughs> bad it sucks so bad because you think Especially if why they did were... they why did they treat me bad yeah but then they're treating this person better yes. and also but maybe they won't and you don't know that but there's nothing that you can say right <laughs> <laughs> but then at the end i thought what are you doing <laughs> he cares about angela so much and it's even evident in this scene when he's talking to her specifically just mm-hmm. one-on-one and reassuring her that everything's going to be fine and even just ruining his own surprise, which I think is just on his own stupidity and not well, like him and trying also, to... he's just so excited that he's yeah. like, I can't wait to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really cute. Yeah, it's it's very sweet. And you can tell, like we can tell that Sean and Angela are something new and different. Mm-hmm. And also she's been around for way longer, right. so it's going to matter more. Yeah. But it's just the lady's got to interfere and I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. <laughs> right. I understand. And I understand. I understand the bitterness. Less from Libby and Jennifer because Jennifer dumped him and yeah. really only took him back to like make Corey upset. Yeah. And hers, like, her being weird about it is something. Really and then so she's insane. also kind of like the ringleader in this, which yeah, doesn't make sense to me. It's wild. Dana makes a lot of sense because of the little arc we got from him and Dana about him being like, I want to commit to you. Like, I want to be your boyfriend. So her arc in this completely makes sense. Jennifer and Libby. eh. Girl, let it (laughs) go. Libby especially. (laughs) Like, there there are other girls they probably could have pulled for this that would have, but like, those are the two that we've, the three that we've seen really, I guess, substantially that like. Libby less so, but, like, I guess they just needed a third one because it's based off First Wives Club, right? So, you know, it's a weird, it's a weird (laughs) choice. On some levels it makes sense. On other levels it doesn't. But I like that they brought Dana back for this because for her specifically it makes sense. And she was very, very sweet. And they did have something. Yes. Like, you know, quote, unquote, serious. So. Again, she's the one that I saw and thought, right. oh, man, I haven't seen her since. Yes. Her entire time with Sean. And there was no breakup for them. She just stopped being in episodes. Yeah. So. so ladies. <laughs> What's going <Ladies>. on? <laughs> I just like to overhear then, too, just all of this. And it's like, she has no idea. I was like, go away. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that you're watching them. Honestly, I need you to get a life i think take like 10 um, steps backwards too because you're right on top of them <laughs> yeah they're so close they're, there's no way they wouldn't be able to hear them because they're standing literally two feet away like <laughs> it's not that loud in the hallway guys they can definitely <laughs> hear you talking shit i don't know what your plan is oh man um okay so the next scene we're at the apartment jack is complaining about how valentine's is a big corporate scam 
which it is. And Eric goes, no date, huh? And Jack says, I am so lonely. Eric says, let me tell you something, my friend. You rejoice in your solitude and you kiss it on the lips. And Jack's like, why would I do that? Eric says, because having a date on Valentine's Day is like having an, an IOU for the rest of your life. Jack agrees, yeah, women take this day way too seriously. Eric adds, today is the one day women turn their men into love puppets. Sean then enters from the back all smiley and Jack's like, got a hot date there, Pinocchio? Sean says, I got her candy. And Eric takes the box and says, never get a chick candy, man. Slip her 20 bucks instead. She'll appreciate the cash. Maybe she'll buy you something nice. During this, he like takes a bite of one of the pieces of chocolate and asks, what is that, nougat? That's good. Tosses a piece back in the box and hands the semi-open box back to Sean. Jack asks, so my little brother likes someone enough to go on a Valentine's Day date, huh? And Sean says, yeah. You know, I usually find a reason not to show up, but I think I'm going to make it to this one. Jack confirms, you're really going to do this, huh? Sean says, yeah, I really am. There's a knock at the door and Sean goes to get it. And Eric asks, love? We got love? Jack adds, he's dressed very nicely. Does she feel the same way about you? Sean opens the door, but no one is there. There are, however, some flowers with a note that reads, I can't stop thinking about you. Here's to our night of romance. Meet me at the boathouse. Love, Angela. He turns to them and says, excuse me, boys, but I have a date that I want to keep. He leaves and Jack says, next Valentine's Day. Eric agrees, dates, definitely dates. And that's the end of the scene. <laughs> Jack and Eric. <laughs> Jack and Eric. They're like the tiniest, not even B story, because like they're a part of this story. Right, they become part of the A story. But every time I was like, why? <laughs> um, we got to know what they're up to. <laughs> we got to. We got to. Uh yeah, Eric's whole thoughts on uh, Valentine's Day. Like, Valentine's Day is warranted. It's kind of become this Hallmark card, like, holiday. Yeah. However, <laughs> it's, like, just to have the idea of, like, women are just, it's a full IOU, like, that make you love puppets. I don't even know what puppets. that I was means. Like, what? what? <laughs> In the context of, like, what is the IOU for the rest of your life for Valentine's Day specifically? Like, I literally don't understand what they mean by that. I don't either. Because I was like, what, you go on a date? Like... <laughs> It doesn't mean anything. Like I, it, it truly doesn't make sense. Like that that sentence is nonsense. I don't understand it at all. It's not like you're getting engaged or like I don't not even and that's not even like an IOU situation. Right. What it what is the owing? What is the owing and who is owing what? And why? <laughs> In what context? And where? And where? And, and how? When? <laughs> and how? <laughs> yeah, but what I do love about this scene is that Sean is so excited to go on this so day and it's like everything he's all dressed up he's having a little fun time and even though uh you know eric is kind of telling him like don't do this this is this is gonna be bad or whatever but they're just not really encouraging it he's still gonna go and yeah, like even deterring him even when angela quote unquote like gives this thing to him he's still he's like down to do whatever just yeah. to go hang out with her and i'm like let's go it's really so wholesome <laughs> Um, but the funny thing, I didn't think it sounded like Angela in the note. And <laughs> I was like, you've been dating. <laughs> <laughs> you should know. Meet me for our night of romance. <laughs> <laughs> he was just too blinded by love <laughs> and excitement. But it's it's still sweet. It's so sweet. I like that he was I like that he's gonna go. It's really lovely. It's fun to see. Sean is very rarely excited about anything. Yeah. And we've talked about this before and like the instances he's been like excited and like wanting anything really wanting anything um and it's it's always just fun to see him in this light because he generally speaking has it pretty hard and so it's nice to see him be excited about something yeah and someone yeah, yeah. when he gets into something he hyper fixates on it and this happens to be his feelings with angela and i love that <laughs> it's great it's delightful um, okay, the next scene, we are at the boathouse. This is a pretty quick scene. Sean walks into the boathouse, which is definitely the mountain shop 
It's a Mountain Gear store, just repurposed. <laughs> you can tell. It's silly. Um, he is calling out to Angela, who is not answering. He goes, women can't be on time to their own romantic rendezvous. Tall girl. I still call her tall girl in this moment. <laughs> we don't say her name until just now. Tall girl walks out and says, men don't know a trap set by their ex-girlfriends when they walk right into it. He's surprised. Jennifer. In parentheses, I put her name is Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here she says oh we're just keeping our dates for valentine's day remember dana walks out and says hey sean and handcuffs him to a ladder and he's like dana wow your tastes have changed since our last date when we went skating she says yeah a lot of things have changed sean but not you even though angela thinks you have Livy then hops out and adds but we know better and he goes Lippy, how you doing? What's the tape for, I wonder? She says, this is the one time your sweet talking isn't going to get you out of anything. Dana adds, we're not going to let you hurt Angela. He says, why would I hurt Angela? I love her. You guys are hurting Angela by not letting me go. Why are you doing this? Jennifer says, oh, you'll have your time to speak, Sean. Libby rips some tape off and adds, but not now, and tapes his mouth. Jen continues, now you're in our court. Let the trial of Sean Hunter begin. Dana opens the candy that he had and says, happy Valentine's Day. And Sean, with a taped mouth looking scared, is where we end the scene. Not them locking him up. <laughs> Literally, this is so chaotic and insane and, like, kidnapping. <laughs> this is where, like, you know, men will often have the crazy ex-girlfriend thing. And oh, normally yeah. it's just women trying to, like, <laughs> I don't know. Not even like get something out of guys, but like women have being them communicate reasonable. more. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, like and men being like reasonable Man, things. My ex just wanted so much. She I won't was so lie. crazy. Ladies, this is kind of crazy. This this one is crazy. This one is crazy. This and is valid. Deserved. And like I get the anger for sure. That's but this is a step too far. That's why I said, I mean, we all, if we've ever been in this situation, we all envision some sort of scenario where we can get closure or some explanation or like actually getting to tell off the people who have fucked us over with our feelings and relationships. But do we act on it? No. Do we (laughs) trick them and lock them to a ladder so that we can yell at them and make them apologize? No. If anything, this should have shown the girls that Sean would have done whatever to be with Angela. Yeah, because Because, he showed up. Because they tricked him into thinking that it was Angela. And he was like, hey, (laughs) I'm here. Angela, I'm here. Ready for love. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's such a good point. Because honestly, if he had if he had wanted to bail, he would not have gone to the boathouse. So why did they think whatever The, the logic? The logic is not logicking. The math is not mathing. Nope. You know, the way that Jennifer is speaking in this entire episode also just cracks me up because she's like some sort of lawyer all of a sudden. <laughs> she she was like this in her episode, too, where she's just sort of her whole thing is that she's kind of manipulative. That's like her whole vibe. She's kind of manipulative and a little mean. And like, that's really it. Like the way that she says that last line is like, let the trial of Sean Hunter begin. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a OK <laughs> type of line. <laughs> And just, yeah, throughout the entire boathouse, I'm like, ah, why th- why this? Because the other girls are actually kind of talking to him a little yeah. bit rationally. She doesn't even not. really ever, we'll get to this later, but she doesn't ever really talk about what happened with her and Sean, mostly because what happened with her and Sean was nothing. It was, it was her, too. <laughs> you <laughs> dumped him and then, like, manipulated him into dumping his friend so that you guys could hang. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, next scene. We are at the apartment, another short one. Jack is calling a random girl from his childhood and trying to get her to go out with him for Valentine's Day, which is deeply unhinged behavior, but she's a nun now, so she turns him down. 
that's really I'm not that's it there's yeah. a knock at the door and it's Angela who is there to meet Sean for their date of course Jack's like here she says here he's here isn't he the boys look at each other and go uh and that's the end of the scene yeah so <laughs> I just I was rereading my notes for that because I said what a b story that is like that's yeah it's nothing that's it's over nothing. um that is the end of the quote-unquote b story because the, they, they get integrated into the a story after this um but <laughs> <laughs> earlier i think with the with the little trans joke that they made i had eye roll next to it as in that's what i did during mm-hmm. that and i did that again for here just because it's like oh she's a nun she's not gonna want to do anything whatever <laughs> i it autocorrected the eyeballs again and <laughs> from eye of, roll again from to eye roll. eyeballs again <laughs> and i had to reread that like what <laughs> what what was i trying to say <laughs> what was that um anyway when they get to the end of the scene and, you know, obviously Angela's there. Sean is not. They're confused. Just tell her. Right. Yeah. Just why not? Why not tell her, gentlemen? Yeah. Because they don't. Because something's up. They don't tell her. <laughs> not yet anyway, which is a choice. Yeah. Uh, and, and now and now, because the next little bit of this episode gets pretty crazy. Uh, we're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back <laughs> with more of First Girlfriends Club after this. Hello, everybody. It's Sid. Welcome to the mid-roll, the spot where we do announcements, featured ads and anything else that we want to talk about. First things first, if you like our show and any of the others on the network, please consider backing us at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. For just $2 a month, you can get access to hours and hours of bonus content, and every donation helps support us in the network. While I'm doing this edit, there's a fun little Arctic blast that's made its way through the entire country. So just wanted to send our well wishes to all of you, dear listeners. Um, Hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying warm. And if you are getting to enjoy the snow without all the freezing cold weather, I hope you're doing that too, because the snow can be very pretty, even though I know people don't believe it, but I'm from Michigan, so I I think that it's very beautiful, but I also like to enjoy it from the comfort of my own home. Anyway, yeah, thank you again for sticking with us with our little sporadic schedule. Uh, a reminder that we are on a bi-weekly release schedule, most likely th- up until or a little bit through February, and then we should get back on track after that. But yeah, in the next episode, we are going to have a guest uh, featured as well that's going to sit and talk with us about the episode, and we're just really excited to share it. It's going to be really fun. It was a wonderful conversation. And yeah, until then, we have the rest of this podcast to go, you know? So let's get back into it. Do you have any water nearby? If not, you should go get some. And while you're at it, treat yourself to a little snack because you deserve it. Thanks for joining us. Let's get back to the episode. Join us for Don't Feed the Plants, a limited series podcast discussing the 1986 movie musical Little Shop of Horrors, one song at a time, with media scholars, performers, and fans. So look out, look out, look out for Don't Feed the Plants. boathouse Livy is giving her testimony you said you were gonna call and you never did one night of kissing and you were out the door did you think that didn't mean anything to me sean tries to respond but his mouth is taped so libby rips it off and he goes ow 
it was kissing. I didn't know it was supposed to mean anything. Libby suggests they move right to the penalty phase, but he's like, wait a minute, can I say something here? Dana says, we should let him talk. He thanks her. You were always the reasonable one. Jennifer starts walking toward him and he goes, and what was I? And he says, you were the ah, and starts kind of cowering, which she seems to enjoy. He says, look, I understand what you guys are trying to do here. You're trying to protect Angela from me, but you don't have to because I really care about her, which is wild. Dana's like, didn't you really care about me? And he replies, yeah, I did at the time. And Libby asks, and what about me? He says again, yeah, I did. Jen also asks, and what about me? And Sean kind of cowers again. Cut over to the window, and we see Eric and Jack are looking through. Eric says, look at that. Sean broke his date with Angela to be with three girls. Jack's like, wait a minute. He's handcuffed. Eric replies, that little devil. Jack's like, I don't think he's enjoying it. And Eric says, well, that's his problem. And that's the end of the scene. Yeah, again, like I said this earlier, I've been in this position before where, like, people change after you've been with them or just, like, you know, (laughs) it's like they also haven't treated you well and you're just kind of wondering why. But it's, like, also unfortunate to hear when he says that of, like, no, I really care about her. And yeah. it's, like, yeah, okay, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, so you you hated me and you used me? Tight. Love that. Good to hear. Thank you. All of this being said, too, they are in high school. Right. And some of these relationships, didn't Libby's happen in middle school? Or did I make that up? Libby's, they were somewhere between... It was like season like three, season grade. four. Yeah, it was like season three, season four. But I want to say it was season three because Topanga's hair was still long. Mm. So, and I think they got together at the beginning of season three, right? Yeah. So they were they were in high school because only the first season are they in middle school. But they okay. were in seventh grade, quote unquote. So I think they were somewhere between like eighth and ninth grade. Okay. Because time stops <laughs> being real <laughs> after after season three. Yeah, so I think point being here, these relationships, like in the moment, I know I remember being a teen too, and it's it's a lot of (laughs) a lot of emotions because you're also trying to figure out just who you're into and feelings Mm -hmm. and everything. But to like only have a couple of weeks and be like, "You treated me so horribly," like it was it was a kiss. Did that mean nothing? And I'm like, "Yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah." Yeah. It's just funny to me. Dana's we're, I still we feel bad about out. because yeah. <laughs> we did actually get to see him caring with her yeah. and vice versa. And again, that was just, I don't know, the writers saying oh, we're done. <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's very funny to me half the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, well, and that's why it's so interesting because we we get more of this in a second. But like... Hearing their testimonies, Dana's is really the only one that has any merit. Right. And so it's just kind of like, yeah, basically this guy wasn't that into you. And like, that sucks. Totally. But this is an overreaction. Some of them are like, it was, we went out for a week. We went out for two weeks. Like, and that was that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. And so that's over now. And And that happened like a year and a half ago. What are you talking about? truly just deeply all all of this is deeply unhinged um okay so the next scene we're in the matthews kitchen morgan walks in through the back door with two large boxes of chocolate and amy says whoa that's a lot of candy for someone who's already so sweet and morgan's like one box is from henry and one's from jimmy i haven't decided which one's my boyfriend yet and she leaves which is Honestly, slay for Morgan. Um, <laughs> Alan says, oh, we're raising a very fickle woman, honey. Amy turns to him and says, well, at least somebody got some candy. And he says, well, I was going to get you a box, but I know you're watching your weight. She gives him a look and he's Alan. like, oh, 
Um, gee, isn't that an interesting thing I just said? Eric said that maybe you would prefer cash. So here, I uh, I happen to have some cash on me. And he starts handing her money as they leave the room together. And it's very <laughs> funny. Um, pan over to Corey, who was on the phone ordering 10 dozen roses for Topanga, which is an insane amount of roses. <laughs> so many roses. It's 120 roses. How does he have money for that? Did you ever watch Bo Burnham's Zach Stone's Gonna Be Famous TV I did show? not. Okay, so in the first episode, he goes to a funeral, or it's like his... It, it, I don't even know how to describe this, but his dad asked him to go do some chores, and he, he has this whole joke. Like, he does everything wrong, basically. But, like, the joke in the show is he's like, <laughs> a dozen roses? Boom. How about a dozen dozen roses? <laughs> and it's just, like, the whole back of the truck. <laughs> and obviously, like, it's so wrong, <laughs> but... It made me think of that when it's like 10 dozen. I was like, that's too many. So many roses. You can't do anything with 120 roses. You (laughs) simply can't. That said, I will think about, not think about, I will also think, wow, words? This made me think about (laughs) um, an episode of Gilmore Girls where um, this guy, the the mom, Lorelai, and the guy she is seeing, these are spoilers for Gilmore Girls, so I don't know if you want that or not, but uh he they, they're in an argument and he proposes to her and she's like why would you do this right now this doesn't make any sense we shouldn't propose you shouldn't propose to me in an argument there should be a thousand yellow daisies blah blah blah. and so then the next day he gets her a thousand yellow daisies and puts them at her place of work which is kind of insane but it is one of my favorite scenes of like television because it's beautiful and she's just like sitting among all of these daisies and she's and- very happy <laughs> And she's so happy. And he, she like calls him and he gives the most beautiful impassioned speech because he's like an English teacher at a prestigious school. So he just knows words good. And <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes in television. And, and when I heard 10 Dozen Roses, I was like, a thousand yellow daisies. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> um, anyway, they didn't end up together. Yeah. But uh, he was a good guy. Yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. Anyway. <laughs> You can cut that tangent if you want. Nope. Before he can finish, Angela knocks on the back door. He hangs up the phone and answers the door, and she asks if Sean is there. He goes, uh, and she says, stop it. He's standing me up, isn't he? He says, no. And he she continues, I guess Jennifer was right. He's just not ready for a serious relationship. He's like, wait a minute. You're doubting your whole relationship over one misdate? Come on, that's nothing. When you're when you're in a relationship, you don't doubt first. You trust first. She's, which is crazy. Yeah. She says, interesting you say that considering your current situation. He goes, well, my current situation is only my current situation. The phone rings then and he goes to answer it with Topanga, but it's Eric. Corey says, Sean did what? What boathouse? Yeah, Angela's right here. And then we hear just like a chorus of, uh, <laughs> which is, I don't know. And that's the end of the scene. Yeah. Again, because I mentioned this earlier, just tell her the truth at the door. Right. Like what? You're not at the boathouse? That this all could have been avoided. She wouldn't well, have thought I don't that think Corey knew, but because of the phone call, right? But I'm saying with Angela, oh, because yeah. she then had doubt in her head that Sean right, wasn't going to show up, on, yes. and the girls were right. Meanwhile, if they would have just said, "I thought that you were at the boathouse," because Sean That's got true. a note from you about being at the boathouse, <laughs> then it just we would have bypassed Corey altogether. <laughs> That's true. We yeah, but we needed Corey to have this moment of of. You don't doubt first, you trust first, which doesn't make sense, my friend, because you you did the lie. So why should she trust you first? Right. When you did you did the many lies. She did actually trust you first and then you yeah. broke her trust. And so yeah. now she's doubting you. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was a pretty one to one correlation there, bud. That was also very funny when I was like, Corey, you've messed up. You're doing this. And then <laughs> Angela is like, wait, 
that's interesting for you to say. I was like, yeah, yeah. she's right. It's <laughs> interesting for you to say that, Corey. <laughs> like, it's uh, very good when a show just says exactly what you're thinking and you're like, yeah. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we go back to the boathouse. Dana is giving her testimony now. Then he said he wanted to be my boyfriend and only go out with me. And I believed him. And you said that you liked me, but you just didn't love me like me. Jen asked what she thought of that. And Dana says, I didn't understand him, actually. Then when he stopped calling, I understood that. Jennifer says, thank you. The prosecution calls Libby Harper. Weird. Libby goes, he came over to my house and we made out for like three hours. I liked you, Sean. And I thought you liked me. Sean says, I did. But people grow apart. And I had another date that night. Jen says, yeah, with me. Sorry, Lib. Lib goes, that's okay. You're not on trial here. But he is. You know what you are. (laughs) The only person Sean Hunter is capable of really liking is Sean Hunter. Jen adds, and that little curly-haired guy. (laughs) Eric and Jack then burst in, and Jack goes, how about a witness for the defense? And Sean's like, oh, Jack, man, am I glad you're here. Hey, Eric. Eric goes, sup? (laughs) It's so funny. Um, Jack's like, what do you girls think you're doing? And Eric adds, how come Sean's getting all the attention? The girls say they're friends of Angela and that they're protecting her. We don't want her to get hurt like he hurt us, so he's on trial for sins against womanhood. Eric hears all of this and says, I gotta go. <laughs> Stop short when he sees Jennifer with yow. And Jack goes, Sean's my brother, okay? He's a good guy and any girl would be lucky to have him. Jennifer is petting Eric and asks him, and what about you? Sean says, Eric, you know me. Tell her what kind of guy I am so I can get out of here. He looks at Jen and says, you're pretty. He's a bad, bad man. And Sean says, Jack, I was supposed to meet Angela over an hour ago. Help me out here. Jack thinks for a second, goes, I object. And Jen asks, on what grounds? And Jack says, he doesn't know any better. He's a man. A lousy, no good man, just like the rest of us. Oh, God, why was I born with this curse? He leans on Libby's shoulder, and these boys are useless. Sean begs, please, (laughs) it's Valentine's Day. I made a promise to Angela. Dana rebuts, you made the same promise to me, Sean. Sean goes, oh, yeah, I did. But Dana, that was six months ago. Nobody makes a promise that far in advance that they expect to keep. Pausing to say, it certainly was not six months ago. Nope. <laughs> that was like, a, a, again, like a full year ago. <laughs> minimum a full year ago. Probably more like two. If but we... you know what? Maybe time. <laughs> maybe? Hey, maybe time. We just hopped through a portal. <laughs> <laughs> we hopped through a portal. It's six months ago instead of a year and a half ago but yeah maybe whatever he was still living with turner when he was dating dana (laughs) he went back to his dad and then moved in with it's anyway um (laughs) (laughs) he says but dana that was six months ago nobody makes a promise that far in advance that they expect to keep jen asks how far in advance can you make a promise a week a day Dana says, you promised Angela that you never disappoint her. Libby adds, how long will it be till you hurt Angela like you hurt us? Jen says again, a week? A day? Sean really thinks about this and says, I don't, I don't know. Angela, then, finally, appears and says, what do you three witches think you're doing? Which is about (laughs) as harsh as you can get on God's Christian ABC. (laughs) (laughs) We we all knew what they wanted to say. Yeah. But they didn't. Sean's elated and Jen says we're doing you a favor Angela you just don't know it Angela magically has the handcuff keys now so she starts uncuffing Sean and says what I do know is Sean would have been here for our date if it wasn't for you guys Sean says I tried I wanted to be with you tonight more than anything he hugs her and just as the defendant will refrain from using his charm to sway the witness wild Dana adds and we're not leaving here until you admit that you're not boyfriend material uh Corey jumps in here give the guy a break Sean's made some mistakes yeah but he's learning from them 
Jen says, I guess you would know about making mistakes, Corey Matthews. You made the biggest one of all when you lied to Topanga. Dana and Libby go, ooh. And Corey walks up to her and whispers, I never liked you, did I? She whispers back, no, and continues, Corey Matthews, exhibit A, all around nice guy. If he can't be trusted, can any man be trusted? Corey says, you know what? We all make mistakes, but that's all right because love doesn't require you to be perfect, but it does require you to forgive. Jack and Sean then go, ooh. And Jen says, why don't you tell that to our surprise witness? She turns dramatically and Topanga is at the doorway. Jack, Eric, and Sean go, Topanga. And Corey walks up to her and asks what she's doing there. That is my favorite gag and they do it a lot and it's great. I love it. It's so funny. Every time it it happens, it is the perfectly timed moment. Perfectly. It's so funny every time. I never get sick of watching it. Oh, man. Corey walks up to her and asks what she's doing there. And she says, they wanted to know if I could ever trust you again after what you've done. I heard what you said. It was beautiful. He says, listen, I'm so glad you're here, okay? I'm so sorry about this whole thing. Let's just pretend it never happened. She says, I wish it never happened, too. He says, okay, good. So then let's go to Chubby's. We'll pretend it's our first date again. We'll start all over. She says, Corey, I don't want to have to start all over. But I'm just so disappointed in you. She leaves and Angela starts to do the like best friend thing of I need to make sure she's okay. But Sean stops her and says he wants to talk to her. She says, Sean, I don't care about what these girls think. And he says, but they're right. And the three girls look at him surprised. He continues, I have always wanted to feel for somebody what Corey feels for Topanga. He walks over to the girls and to Jen. He says, so I made promises that I couldn't keep to Dana. And I said things that I wanted to feel to Libby. And I kissed you like I love you. I'm sorry if I hurt any of you. I didn't mean to. Which is just short of a good apology. Yep. (laughs) Just short. So close. He turns back to Angela, but I care too much about you to do that to you. Again, so not nice to say in the moment. (laughs) It's fine. I want to change our relationship because I think you have to be friends before you can fall in love. She says, you want to be my friend? And he says, that's where I want to start. She asks, and where do you want to end up? He says, I don't want to end up saying things that I don't mean. And I don't want to end up making promises that I can't keep. Not to you. She says, why not to me? And he goes, I don't want to say. And she asks, because you care about me? And he smiles, I'm not talking. She laughs a little. What are you doing tonight? He says, nothing. She asks, you want to hang out? He says, yeah. And she says, good. And they start to walk out of the phone house with their arms around each other. And Sean says, hey, Corey, you shouldn't be alone. Why don't you come with us? Corey says, no, you guys go ahead. I'm going to go to Chubby's. And they look concerned. And Sean asks, why are you going to go there? And he says, because Topanga's going to be there. Okay? I know her. She'll be there. At least I hope she's there. He leaves and Shangela follows and the trio is left there with Jack and Eric. Dana says, that was just so sweet. Isn't it the best to have friends? Jen goes, oh, shut up. Valentine's Day blows. Eric (laughs) says, it really doesn't have to. He sits on Jen's lap. What do you guys think about a nice romantic dinner? Jack with his arms around Libby and Dana says, no lies, no false promises. Eric adds, just a lovely evening with two well-intentioned guys. Jen asks, well-intentioned guys, is there really such a thing? Eric says, oh, you've got to learn to be a little more trusting. They all start to leave, but before he goes, Eric takes one pair of the handcuffs and pockets them before going. And that is the end of the episode proper. They are in college. That's and these are high say. school girls. <laughs> this, this they're is bad. <laughs> they're minimum two to three years older than these girls because Eric took like a year or two off before he went to college. Yes. What's going on? I don't know. But I had that exact same thought because I was like, this shouldn't be happening. Mm-mm. Not that they would know better, but I'm like, the writers know better. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Very. The scene is really long. (laughs) I was realizing when you were going through it and I'm like, oh, I'm not even at halfway through my notes. Dang. Yeah, it is really. It's there's a it's like a page and it's two pages. Crazy. On my notes. It's like two pages of. Um, I, what, what I will say, Will Friedle throughout this episode and I mean the next few, but especially like next episode too, 
and the one after. He's very funny in like these oh, yeah. episodes. And the way that he just does little subtle things, especially in this scene, I thought very funny still. He just continues to be great. Yeah. And I like to say that every time that he's great. <laughs> it's <laughs> because always it's true. Um, I hate the default that is always just, he's a man. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> just grow. Like, <laughs> be a human. It's <laughs> yeah. such a weird grow fallback. Yeah, you treated him like shit. You can't just be like, well, sorry, I'm a guy. <laughs> yeah, because truly that removes all accountability of like, well, it's just how I am because I'm a man. Like, and then the um, girls are supposed to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs> do it's it again. fine that he hurt me. <laughs> you're just a guy. But what I do love, even though that this trial is a little ridiculous and how we were talking, I don't know if we actually said it here or on in our little break in between, but the fact that Libby <laughs> speaks twice and it's just her talking about kissing the again. The one night, yeah. And yeah. them having like a three hour makeout or whatever. And it's like, I thought that meant something. Like, <laughs> I in the moment, sure. Yeah. And also it's, I think part of it is the the being in high school, right? Because I feel like on some level, if you are making out with, sometimes, if you're making out with someone for that long, sometimes it means something. But not also, always. You're children. So like. Three hours is so long. I'm just, oh, so <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. Out. Yeah, I know. It's a really long time. That's a long time. It's Avengers Endgame making out. <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> the whole movie. Too long. Um, no, it was a long time. Um, but yeah, it's, and I, I think it's really interesting that Libby gets to trials. And also there was zero overlap between Libby and Jen. But in theory, there was in this trial like situation it was the same day that's what he was leaving libby's to go to go hang out with jen which doesn't make sense because they're libby and his night was at night yeah also i'm pretty sure jennifer was a senior when she was dating sean so it's weird that she's back (laughs) (laughs) i'm almost positive that was like part of her appeal was that she was like really hot and rich and a senior and she yeah. was like interested in Sean, who was at that time a junior or something. She, yeah, because she was the preppy girl. Yes, that was in tennis and stuff. Yes, and got Sean to be at the club. Yes. <laughs> what is this timeline? Not nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the timeline is nothing. <laughs> um, sometimes continuity is so good in the show, and sometimes they're like, eh, yeah. no one will remember. <laughs> Why would they remember that? <laughs> And the funny we thing was, remember. like, I didn't remember it. But then when I start remembering, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. You're reminding me of things. And you're wrong. And you and they don't make any sense. We sort of mentioned this, but, like, Jen doesn't have a testimony because there's nothing for her really to say in this moment. Because she was basically horrible to Sean the entire time they were dating. And so on some level, I can get, like, being like, well, you broke up with me and that hurt my feelings. But also the whole time that they were dating was so like silly and bad. Yeah. (laughs) And like she pulled him away from his best friend because she didn't like him. And that's just weird and bad energy. So they gave Libby two tests. Really? They should have just given Dana two testimonies because hers would have made sense to have. Yeah. They were in an actual boyfriend, girlfriend relationship and that just, you know, presumably ended. So it's weird that they chose Libby to give the like double. Yeah. Back to back too, because hers, while while I understand being upset that a guy made out with you for three hours and then seemingly just like bailed on you, yeah, um, 
it doesn't really pale in, it like it, it it sort of pales in comparison to like Dana's whole he made a picnic for me in the snow and tried to make a concerted effort to be my boyfriend and then decided he didn't want to do that anymore like right that sucks yeah and i get i get where they're going with this of like it's a pattern that Sean has just treated women not in the best way yeah and in fairness he hasn't yeah like it tracks with his character that's the one thing that they did get right with the continuity (laughs) but yeah it's just it's weird because they're not all the same level Mm -mm. and it's definitely not at the same level that Angela and him are yeah especially because we've seen very clearly the progression between where he started with Angela and where they ended up even just now in this like half a season that they've been together. Yeah, for sure. Um, What I do enjoy is that Sean does seem to grasp it. Like he doesn't just kind of brush this off. It's like he is learning from his mistakes, but like it doesn't excuse the pain and hurt that he's given them. Yeah. And I like that he's able to not only recognize that, but then like when Angela comes in, like even though his apologies aren't actually apologies, He's act like he does address it and is like, yeah. I did a shitty thing to you. And I'm yeah. like, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice I to hear it, people he, say. I wish it would have a hundred presented. Instead of I'm sorry if I hurt I'm sorry if I hurt you is not an apology. Just right. <laughs> for the record. If he had said, I'm sorry that I hurt you, that would have been fine. Um and also if he had said, I care about instead of saying to Angela, I care about you too much to do that to you, it that it's just kind of like again making them feel like they're the way that he quote unquote cared or didn't care about them yeah. is like worth less than how he cares about Angela. Yeah. Now as a black woman, is it nice to be like this white man is shilling for this black woman and he fucking loves her. <laughs> yes. That feels good for me personally. Yeah. That said, it's not great behavior. Right. Um, but in between all of that with Corey and Topanga with her walking in and him getting to, you know, like if he if Corey can't be trusted, can Annie and geez, I can't talk either. <laughs> can Annie man? <laughs> <laughs> if he can't be trusted, can Annie man be trusted? Because it's like, yeah, Corey is the seemingly good yeah, guy. He's the blueprint. Yes. And I don't it's like they're dropping that with him then to say like love and forgiveness is like one in the same. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like, yeah, it may need that forgiveness in instances, but you can't always just forget it or like forget about whatever yeah. happened. Like you have you're to rebuild over, that trust too. You're shoveling over all the context in this situation. Like, yeah. yes, love is about trust and forgiveness. But if you break that trust, you don't automatically deserve that forgiveness just because you're in love or just because there is love. And it's not just a blank slate, like how he's telling her yeah. or just like, let's start over. I fully went with Topanga in that because yeah. I, I was like, yeah, just tell him and walk away. <laughs> you can't like, I can't trust you after that. We can't and I don't know if over. I will. We've been together for 15 years, 16 years. Yeah. Right. We have a whole context in history. Starting over for us is not the same as starting over from like, a two-month relationship. Right. And you shouldn't have to. And in this case of, like, Sean and whoever he's been with, and mm-hmm. now it's going to be Sean and Angela of, like, hey, let's start from scratch. And that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. But not when you're on, what? It's, like, three, how, however many years it's been. I don't remember the time. Uh, <laughs> however long they've been dating. Like, that's yeah. a that's a long-term relationship. Yeah. And that, besides all of their friendship before, it's, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Just pretend it never happened. Like, that's also not forgiveness part. That's just forgetting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you want to sweep it under the rug because you feel guilty, but you haven't faced any of it. These are the consequences of your actions. And you're trying to avoid those by being like, I just want to forget about this. Like, you can't. You have to be accountable for it. And yeah. you're trying to act like you did nothing. And it yeah. sucks. That's actually worse for Topanga. <laughs> it, it's way worse. <laughs> but to end it with Sean, you know, growing a little bit and is like, I would like to start from a different level and just have mm-hmm. us be friends and then grow that from there. I love that. It's nice. <laughs> because the ideal relationships are like ones that you also just have a friendship built yeah, with and it's pre-existing. So. And so it's really nice to even just be like, I want to get to know you on another level. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's going to be like an end game because he even says that. But it's like, I do care about you. And I would like to get to that point without actually saying it because it keeps being like, no, <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to talk. <laughs> and she's like, I get you. But yeah. The the fact that like they're both in agreement on it and then just like go hang out, best way to end that episode. It's really the sweetest and I I love every glimpse we get into Sean and Angela because of I feel like the depth of their relationship is so much more interesting to me. Everything Sean does is more interesting to me at, at yes. all times. <laughs> but I think that watching specifically Sean grow through situations is like really interesting. Mm-hmm. just because of like all of the things that he has to overcome and also the way that he probably views love and being in love like none of his life has been stable and like simple and so he has to the the way that he views love is probably so deeply skewed which is why he has never felt like he can commit to a relationship before because for him love is being left like his yeah. parents loved him but they left and it, it's just it's so um it's so interesting to like think of all the context that comes with Sean and and how he views his relationship with Angela. And you know what? He says in so many episodes, and especially this one right at the beginning, that he has always wanted to have something that Corey and Topanga have. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, at this moment in time, he has something better because he keeps growing through all of that. Yeah. And he's just like learning actually how to feel and how to express his feelings and how to yeah. do all this. And because he didn't have anything fully modeled for him and it's very good mm-hmm. i still oh, like man. Corey and topanga but like <laughs> but yeah it's, sean it's, and angela it's just are a very so good different, i mean this is part of the reason why i think that Corey and topanga are having this conflict right because basically for the extent of their relationship they haven't really had much to work through yeah they have just been that perfect couple like he that's in a future episode um <laughs> I was about to say something. I was like, actually, um, no, he, he, they haven't had like the same struggles as far as like dating around and like, like there was like a short period of time when they were in middle school where they were not together. Right. But like, since they have been Corey and Topanga, they've pretty much been Corey and Topanga. And so it's, it's very interesting to watch them deal with this conflict because it is, I can't imagine like this level of like even Topanga saying at the beginning, like I've never once had to think about whether or not you've been lying to me. Like I've never once not thought you were telling me the truth. Um, yeah. Having That's... that, like, I can't imagine like that level of like cr- crumbling, like thinking, being so secure in something and then all of a sudden being like, oh, I'm deeply not, I'm, I'm on completely new, shaky, untreaded ground. Like what, what could that possibly be, be like? It was so scary. And to have your relationship be that strong where you've yeah. never had to doubt or like never had your trust shaken like that is yeah. also I th- like testament to how good their relationship was but that's also so sad yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. and you're willing to just 
knock that away in one weekend in one weekend (laughs) right before valentine's day (laughs) right before yeah that's crazy it was right before valentine's day you chose to do all this crazy wild a choice i tried to look up what lauren's letter said there's nothing (laughs) i'm there's one sentence that they reference in girl meets world but there's nothing wow yeah there's nothing um which i guess is a spoiler but it's fine um (laughs) there's nothing that like gets said specifically and i looked everywhere i was like trying so hard to find like what does the letter say in the same way that i looked really hard to find what the letter in wicked says at the end but that exists (laughs) that there's like a letter that they have that somebody sold at a broadway flea market once um so yeah i don't know fully what the letter says and i get why they didn't do that but at the same time because it's not really the context that matters right the context the, is like you you know that you she know that cared, he yeah they kissed he has weird feelings and doesn't yeah. know how to say it and they lied but if it's that intimate where it's like oh this is steamy like this yeah. is this is like one of the biggest pieces of gossip ever i'm like what is it <laughs> I know. They and only they talk hung about out for the letter. Weekend. <laughs> I know. And they literally talk about the letter again in the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, what did that fucking letter say, man? What did it say? What did she reveal? <laughs> what, did she, what did she? In what context should he, could she have been like, and also we kissed? I mean, like, she said, she could have said like, and the kiss. Blah, blah, blah. Meant blah to me. Right. Interesting thought experiment. Or if she, if she was even like, and then when we kissed, it kind of cemented it or something like. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. God, what did the letter say? Let's let's write the letter. <laughs> I was honestly thinking about that. I was like, what if we, as bonus content, wrote the Lauren letter? Could be fun. We would have to be. It would have to be smoking. <laughs> How smoking can, can we, we make, make a letter? Because <laughs> you know, because we even had to write letters. Not in a long time. I don't even know what a letter is. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is this letter you speak of? How do you express your feelings in words on paper? No, I did write letters as a small child, actually. I wrote letters to my grandma a lot. I don't know why. No, I we... have I have like two letters written on my desk right now. <laughs> we're good. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, end credits. So we're at Chubby's. This scene is basically wordless. Corey is sitting in a booth with flowers waiting as Chubby's closes up around him. Shangela is at a table nearby watching and Sean gestures for them to go over. So they sit in the booth with him so he's not alone. Sean puts his arm around him and that's the end of the episode in full. Wow. How sad is what I wrote. Yup. <laughs> I mean, Corey's alone. Yeah. And he come. was so sure about the fact that she was going to come. At least, like, I hope she'll be there. And she wasn't. She wasn't. <laughs> Honestly... I'm proud Slay of her. Slay on Topanga's part. <laughs> Major Slay. I've been saying Slay a lot. I'm really sorry. I don't. But also, it was a Slay. She ate. She ate with that one. I wouldn't have shown up either. I mean, and it, it'd be really easy to, I feel like, fall back into that. I know that she mm-hmm. just had that moment where it was, I can't trust you. Or like, I, I don't want to start over and yeah, anything. And, and like that's that's what he wanted to do, especially on that date, was just mm-hmm. kind of for like sweep it under the rug how we were saying but it would be very easy because you have so much history to just kind of go back to that and i really love that she's sticking to her guns there and is just not going yeah i just can't imagine deciding to go because all of the and pretending and just like pretending that it didn't happen yeah knowing like she would never feel like she could trust him after that right like i don't know how you move forward in that situation yeah i'm on team topanga here (laughs) yeah if it's not aware or if it's not made clear, but 
I mean, she's right. And all of this sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like a bad situation. It's not fun. Yeah. And if you get, if you get cheated on and then you get lied to, right? <laughs> yeah. One after another. I know like, that. What this, are we doing? You know, yeah, it just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, this story isn't over, but it is over today. So what is the lesson, Sid? Just, is there one? <laughs> I don't even know. I was, don't treat women poorly. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the lesson, isn't it? Be that's, nice to women if like, you're Like, I, I wanted to pull the, like, <laughs> something with Cory and Topanga's, like, but it just keeps being the honesty thing. And, yeah. like, I guess I, I kind of said it earlier. It's like, you can't just forgive and forget, even the if love and forgiveness like that's part of it. Like mm-hmm. you, ha- trust is still a big part of it. And if you break it, it, you have to rebuild it. You can't just act like nothing happened. Right. But I don't know. Just be nice to women. <laughs> Treat women <laughs> with the respect be, that they deserve. Yeah. <laughs> be respectful to women and don't be a liar. Yeah. It's the lesson. <laughs> and um, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much. And if you want to follow us on social media you can find us on twitter blue sky instagram youtube tiktok at last year's pod where we share when episodes drop and ask nostalgia we'll probably i'll do that again <laughs> i've been so behind on social fam i'm so sorry it's okay um, it's a weird time of year yeah we're working holidays and then trying to get back into a rhythm with the show and just every other part of our busy lives is yeah. something <laughs> it's something for sure um so yeah follow us there to keep up with updates you can also email us at the last year's pod at gmail.com we'll read your email on the show you can also rate us and write a review on apple Podcasts, spotify good pods all the good places and subscribe wherever you get those po- get those podcasts because it helps us out and it helps you to find the show as a little programming note which i'm sure sid will talk about in the mid-roll uh-huh. slash did talk about in the mid-roll because that was in the past for you <laughs> But we're probably going to be going bi-weekly for um, at least the next month, um, as you might have already noticed, because of various things. I'm having another surgery. Golly, can you believe it? Um, So I'm not going to be (laughs) able to record a podcast while I'm doing that. So we're putting some in the bank um, in prep for that, but I will be out and unable to record and prep and such. So we're going to be bi-weekly for a little bit. But um, yeah. Thank you for sticking with us, and I promise that we'll get back to a normal schedule at some point in the future. And that being said, I, this is not in my notes about what I normally talk about, but season five, the end of this is very good. So please oh, yeah. stick with us. <laughs> so please stick around. I've, ta- I've been talking about this for years. I, season five is one of my favorite seasons. Basically, every season forward, I love, and yeah. it's all good. And I can't, um, I mean, I'll probably, as we're going through it, be like, oh yeah, this one's kind of filler and this one's kind of blah, blah, blah. But like bangers. This is, these are the episodes that I rewatch over and over and over again when I was a kid was like five through seven. So very excited to chat about that going forward. Excited for you to see it finally. Yeah. It's, it's very good. The episodes that I've just been watching <laughs> in like the next couple for prep too, yeah. uh, and just making sure I get them down. I'm, I've been excited to talk about them too, which is yeah. <laughs> very good um so thank you for sticking with us and thank Thank you you. to the scavengers network for having us on the network um and the only one that i am gonna plug today check out other cool shows like uh it jams for thee on www.scavengersnetwork.com because we are recording in this month too (laughs) yes yes it is a coming man guys 
I'm actually so scared. <laughs> I don't know what to talk about again. I don't know what it's, it's going to be about. It happens about. every year. <laughs> the problem is this movie is good. So Space Jam's good. So it's hard to be like, ha ha ha, joke joke. Because the movie's just good. It's just a fun <laughs> movie and I enjoy watching it. Um, I mean, it would be one thing if we talked about Space Jam 2 at some point because that one's bad. Oh, yeah. That's the plan. I don't want to watch that movie. I don't either. <laughs> but I know it's worse than Space Jam. Yeah. And I would so have maybe... more to talk about with Space Jam 2, I bet. Maybe we got to pivot. Maybe this is something we talk about in the podcast. We bring it up to the rest of them. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, we talk about Space Jam. Talk about Space Jam. And we're Once gonna a do year. That in uh probably about a month or so from when you hear this so um join us for a gyms really it's gonna be a time it's just one episode it's just year. one episode we only have two out right now so easy to catch up on check it out and check us out on social medias me you can find on <laughs> socials on all the places at t-a-y-y-c-r-o t-a-y-y-c-r-o um Twitter really wants me to update the app and I kind of categorically refuse to put that ugly little X symbol on my phone. So it just starts, it's like not really working for me right now, the app, but um, that's okay. Cause I think it's going to help me not use it as much, but I yeah. am still on Twitter if you want to follow me. Um, and uh, I'm on Twitch. My plan in the new year is to get a good tax refund and update my computer because I really, 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 really want to play Fortnite more on stream. I, I'm basically only playing Fortnite these days. I've been playing it a lot and I feel like I'm getting a lot better at it. Um, and so I would like to be streaming that way more. Um, but I need to have a better setup to do that. So um, hopefully you'll come hang out with me on Twitch when that finally happens. T-A-Y-Y-C at it's, whoa, sorry, hold on. Twitch.tv slash it's Takro is the URL to find me. T-A-Y-Y-C-R-O is how you spell that. Thank you so much. That was so much rambling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also on the internet <laughs> at Sudsley uh, on Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, and Twitch as well. Huzzah. Huzzah. Um, and as a reminder, free Palestine. Yes. And free Sudan and free Congo. Still them in there too because yikes, the world sucks right now. I don't want to be here. World's, <laughs> world's bad, man. It's bad. It's bad. Um, thank you so much for listening. Despite how bad the world is. <laughs> we hope that this offers some, I don't know, Something. joy, a little bit. S- s- laughter. Because honestly, all I want to do these days is lay face down on the floor and scream. So, yeah, you know, this is nice. I hope that you enjoyed it. I'm <laughs> sorry to bring this energy to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Until next time. Your take. Your Sid. Just like it's always been. What else do you need to know? Goodbye, fam. <laughs> the Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.